Hello and welcome to this podcast. This is Confessions of a Personal Trainer. I'm Chloe, a personal trainer, and my aim is to educate, inspire, motivate you, and hopefully challenge the thoughts that might be stopping you from reaching a goal. So welcome to this episode. Now I haven't put the usual intro on this because, and well done if you noticed that, by the way, bonus points if you noticed there was no theme tune. So I'm actually recording this from a little office in the gym. Actually, it's quite a big office. The office in the gym. And I'm using a different microphone to usual. So I've usually got my main microphone, and this is a travel microphone. And it seems really quiet in comparison to the one I usually use. And I just added the intro, and it it just... I think I would have made a few people deaf. So I decided to take out the intro. Because this is really quiet. So if it sounds different to usual it's just a microphone i'm also on a very creaky chair which i could change but i'm just going to sit really still for the next 15 minutes because today i want to talk to you about the weekend and i feel like this is a really good day to share it as well because a typical friday mindset is oh it's friday i'm gonna have all of the things that i've restricted this week i'm gonna have it all this weekend so i think a big realization to have is that the weekend does count towards the whole week, especially if you've got a big goal. And if you want to be consistent, if your goal is fat loss, for example, and you wanted to get in shape, you wanted to get fit, you wanted to get strong, you wanted to lose body fat, being consistent means that you have to do seven days a week of consistency and not four, not five. You don't just put in the work for the week and then have the weekend off because you will spend your whole year or your whole month or however long you're going to give yourself you spend your time going round and round in a circle without actually getting the progress that you want and you deserve that progress if you work hard all week if you put in the effort you go to the gym and you get your steps or you do look out for your protein goal whatever actions you're taking you do deserve to reach that goal but sometimes what you don't realize is that your actions over the weekend could be impacting your results overall. So I speak with a lot of people in the gym who think that they should, and should is in inverted commas here, they should be seeing results because they work really hard twice or three times a week in the gym. So let's just think about the bigger picture. If you did three workouts in a week, which is great, but if you, let's say you did three, that's three hours of your week. And there are 168 hours in the week. So even if you've done three three hours of workout is a big session, three hours of training, there's an additional 165 hours outside of all of that work that you also need to consider. So of course, I'm not expecting anyone to be grinding for 168 hours a week. You don't have to be completely 100% maximum effort for 168 hours because that's not going to happen. But you do need to have some awareness of what it is that you're doing during the rest of the week and the weekend. So if we counted Friday night, Saturday and Sunday that is 60 hours so that would be 60 hours of your 168 of the week so that's a lot if you take that into consideration it's roughly 42% so the weekend if we counted Friday night as well the weekend is 42% of the whole week so you can see why if you are doing a Monday to Friday approach and then weekends are relaxed you are not undoing the work I wouldn't look at it as undoing your hard work but you're you're not going to be seeing the results that that maybe you want or maybe you think you should have because 
you will be going around in a circle. You will be spending all week working hard and then you'll be spending the weekend counteracting the work you've done in the week. So let's say it's counteracting rather than undoing. It's probably the same thing. But there are some things that you can do to stay on track. So I'm going to give you three things here that I advise members, my clients to do and things that I do myself as well. So one of the main things that I do, and this is, it's hard to get your head around at first, but one of the the main things I do is treat the weekend like a weekday. Now this is tough for a few reasons because most people, especially people who work in a Monday to Friday, nine to five role, the weekends are very different to the weekday. But you can still have some kind of similar routine or a similar mindset, maybe the same meals or more or less the same. Also think about what you can do to make it fun over a weekend. So can you get a friend involved? Can you meet a friend for a long walk? Or if you're going to meet for a coffee, can you do a coffee and a walk? Can you plan a gym session together? Something that's going to give you a bit of motivation. Also a bit of accountability because it always helps to get somebody else involved. But something that is going to give you a similar routine. So for me on a weekend, on a Saturday, I tend to still get up at the same time because I still work on a Saturday morning. So I tend to get up around about the same time as a weekday. I work in the morning, but then I have the rest of the day off. So sometimes at 11am on a Saturday... I look at that as bedtime. Like I'm literally like in my pajamas and I'm ready to go to bed. So sometimes I do have to think, okay, maybe I could meet someone for a walk or maybe I could get my gym session in now. Maybe I could go food shopping so that I've got my food for the weekend. I give myself a bit of a routine. So if I was to do the same thing, if I was to train around the same time on a weekday, so if I trained at 11am on a weekday, I might try and do that on a Saturday. So you could think about how to keep your routine as similar as possible. Because again, this is going to help reduce that all or nothing mindset of, okay, I know exactly what I'm doing on a weekday, so I can be really good on a weekday. And then when it gets to the weekend, there's no rules, woohoo, I can do whatever I want. And then that is when you're likely to revert back to old habits or maybe ways that you were trying to change previously. So make sure that your weekend is not where those bad habits or those patterns that you were trying to break and trying to change that's not where they're creeping back in during a weekend. The second thing you can do, which is also quite useful, is plan ahead. So you don't want your weekend to be boring, but it does help to be in control and be aware. Plus, I do think there's a great sense of self-achievement and power. And it's very, what's the word I'm looking for? It might come to me as I'm thinking. Um, but there's a, like a real sense of achievement if you can say, no, I don't want to drink this weekend or no, I'm not having a takeaway this weekend. And you've chosen to do that as well. So it's not saying, oh, I can't have a takeaway this weekend. It's no, I'm not going to have a takeaway this weekend. I'm going to do this instead. So maybe I'm going to cook this instead. I think it's empowering that I was going to say. So it's empowering to say I'm choosing to do this. So for me and my chocolate rule that I said on the last podcast, so for those who don't know, on the last episode, I said that I'm going to give up chocolate for, I think it's eight weeks. Um, it's until Easter basically and when I first decided to do it I thought there is no way I'll be able to do that and then reframed it because then I thought okay I'm not saying that I can't have it like I actually could have it I'm not nothing's going to happen if I don't like nobody's going to die if I don't stick to this I could eat chocolate but I've chosen not to so that makes it a lot more powerful in my mind I'm not saying I'm not allowed chocolate I can't have it I'm saying well I'm choosing not to do this because I was getting to a stage where I was eating it for the sake of it. I wasn't enjoying it. I was spending too much money as well. Like if I actually, if I shared how much money 
I spent each week on chocolate and biscuits and cakes. It's not good. So this is going to be useful for saving money, saving additional calories that I don't need. Uh, probably going to be good for my teeth. <laughs> so there's there's lots of things that is going to be helpful for doing this. So I'm choosing to do it. I have the power and I have that choice there, which makes it a lot less restrictive and probably easier to stick to for the eight weeks. So instead of saying, no, I can't have a takeaway, you could change it to, well, I don't want a takeaway this week. And that doesn't mean you can't have one ever again. It's just, okay, I won't have one this week and maybe you can have one next week. Let's say you're going out for a meal though. So sometimes there is there's always a birthday. There's always some occasion going on. Sometimes it's just nice to go out for food. So let's say you're going out for food and it's a Saturday night and you you want to go for it. So that's fine. You can definitely still go out and still maintain a positive attitude towards your goal. The reason you probably haven't managed to do that so far is the all or nothing mindset. So if you maybe said to yourself, well, I can't focus unless I have zero plans for the next six weeks. And that's unlikely because there's always going to be an event. There's always going to be something busy going on in our lives. So I always say to people, the best time to work on a lifestyle journey or to get in shape is when you're busy. Because that's going to teach you how to fit all of this around your life rather than fitness and nutrition and training and tracking becoming your life. You want to work out how to fit it in your current lifestyle. So let's say you're going out on a Saturday night. I usually advise it depends how on track you want to be. So if you want to stay within your calories, I suggest planning ahead on my fitness pal or just don't track at all. Because I think one of the worst things you can do is go backwards. So after you've already eaten, go and try to log it afterwards. I don't suggest doing that because it's too stressful. You can't change what you've already eaten anyway. So there isn't really much point. If you can, so let's say if I was going to Miller and Carter, most options these days are on my fitness pal. So what I tend to do, if I want to stay within my calories, sometimes you do have to just say, well, you know what? I'll take the night off tracking. I'm not going to track today and I'll do what I can to track around that event. So if I wasn't going to track, then I would say, okay, well, I'll have a high protein breakfast, high protein lunch on the Saturday. And then Sunday, I'll just carry on with my normal day. So all you've done really is have that Saturday night off, which is fine. If you did want to track and you wanted to enter the details on MyFitnessPal or equivalent, then you probably can find a similar one or an, a, an equivalent meal. You can also leave a buffer. So sometimes most of the menus these days have calorie options so you can find out the nutritional information and then maybe you could leave an additional 200 calories left over so that you've got that buffer also a very interesting point here is that the difference the language you use to yourself can be very powerful so if you allow yourself the permission to eat whatever you want from that menu that can be quite powerful because how many times would you go to a restaurant and over order because you think, oh, well, I need to make the most of it while I'm here. I don't have this at home, so I'm going to have this, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have this. And I understand that because that's something I do. But then I have to remind myself, I don't need to eat everything on the menu today. I can come back next week if I want. This will probably still be here next week, next month. Whenever I want to come back, I can order it again. So that's something to bear in mind is that you don't need, just because you're out, you don't need to order everything. You also don't need to finish everything on your plate. You can decide what you want to eat and when you've finished eating because I think sometimes there is a a pressure of got to eat all of this and interesting sometimes people will finish what is what's on their plate 
because it's there. So I realised that I digressed and I didn't finish what I was going to say about my um, fitness pal and Miller and Carter. So <laughs> if I was going to Miller and Carter and I wanted to stay within my calories, then what I would do is enter what I planned on eating before I've had anything else that day. So if I'm waking up on Saturday morning, I would enter my evening meal into my fitness pal. So let's say I'm going to have the, I can't actually remember what I have last time I went. I think it was the fillet steak, whichever one the most lean one is. So I had, I think it was the fillet. And then I had baby potatoes with that. And then I can't think what else I would have, but whatever I planned on having, I'd look at the menu and I think, right, I'm having that. And you can usually search for whatever it is that you're looking for, or you can enter your own information anyway. And then I work backwards. So then I would think, okay, well, if that's the case, let's say if I wanted to reach 2000 calories and that meal comes to 900, that's going to leave me with a, roughly a thousand to work for the rest of the day. So what I would then do is make sure that the rest of my meals are high volume, high protein, something that's going to be satisfying so that I don't go to the evening meal hungry. If I was to go to Miller and Carter, sit down, absolutely starving, I'd probably think, oh, well, I need that and I need that. I'd overorder. I'd probably finish my food too quickly as well. So I would definitely make sure that I'm having a high protein rest of the day so that I am satisfied and I'm not going to be thinking about food all day. Also, something to bear in mind is that just because you've tracked it doesn't mean it is accurate. Just because you have entered that detail into the app, it's not accurate. And that is anything. That is even if you cooked everything from scratch or that is if you scanned everything, scanned every single barcode, it's never going to be accurate. So I think a good way to relieve the pressure is to understand that and just to think, okay, this is just a guide anyway. So it's not going to be 100%. So even if you think on the app you've gone over by 50 or 100 or 150 calories, then so what? Because you probably do most days anyway without even realising. And this isn't even due to human error. Sometimes it can be human error when tracking, but most of the time the packages aren't that accurate the information that's on the app might not be that accurate so going over by a few hundred calories isn't going to make that much of a difference it's what you do the next day so if you were to go over by 100 calories and then the next day you think oh well I went over by 100 yesterday so I may as well go over by 200 today and then the next day you did the same thing all of a sudden by the end of the week or by the end of two weeks you've then eaten an additional unnecessary hundreds of calories so try and be as relaxed with it as possible which I know is easier saying that than actually doing that but just bear in mind that the tracking information isn't completely accurate anyway. My third tip is to not restrict or to try to not restrict because I know it's again easy saying don't restrict but to try not to restrict during the week. So I think I said this at the start if you spend all week thinking oh I'll just wait until the weekend to have that then what is going to happen at the weekend? You're going to eat everything that you have craved all week. So the best way to approach that is to try and still include all of the things you typically crave or all of the things that you would look at as a fun food or the food that you enjoy. Try and still have that during the week. So if you want some chocolate, keep it in in an evening. Maybe have some Greek yogurt with it or some peanut butter, some fruit and have some chocolate. So you're not just eating chocolate because once that piece has gone, it's easy to then reach for another piece. So maybe have it with something else so that you've got your chocolate, but you've also got something that's high protein, something that's high in fat. So then you've also got more chance of being satisfied. If you crave a pizza, then maybe have half a pizza for dinner and make a huge salad with it one evening. 
and then you've still got that pizza there as well or make your own pizza you can there's all kinds of pizza recipes these days just don't use a cauliflower base because we can't be friends if you do that if you're going to have pizza you've got to have real pizza but the point is you can have the things that you want nothing is off limits you just have to be aware so i think one of the biggest realizations is even if you don't track it or even if you you don't make a a note of what you're eating your body will still know so even if you pretend that you didn't eat something you still did like you can't run away from that so if you are trying to reach a fat loss goal then your calories do matter and you do have to be aware you have to be honest with yourself you have to be accountable to what you've eaten so if you did have a weekend where you didn't track absolutely anything at all and you overindulge maybe that's fine but then don't step on the scales on Monday and be annoyed because that's the reason why as always remember the overall goal, the bigger picture and the journey. So don't expect changes within a week or within two weeks. You've got to commit to this for a year. So let's say, maybe a year is quite extreme. Well, no, it's not. You've got to commit to this forever. (laughs) This is a forever thing. But I would say you have got to bear in mind that there will be scale changes. There will be meals out. There will be lots of things or hurdles or challenges along the way. And it is all about how you deal with the aftermath so even if you've got meals out that's fine you can still get back on track afterwards even if you ate more than you planned to at this meal that's fine you can still get back on track afterwards same with if you miss a workout you can still get back on track afterwards so it's not about what you do in that moment it's what you do afterwards so even if you have got a busy few weeks coming up that's okay because if you think okay in a year's time when I look back I am proud that I stayed consistent over the last year. So consistent over the year doesn't mean you didn't do anything for the whole year. You didn't go out, you didn't see anybody, you didn't have any fun. You just stayed in your bedroom to avoid social plans. Being consistent means, yeah, I had a really good time with friends. I had a few meals out, celebrated birthdays. I was away for the weekend and I still reached my goals between my lifestyle. So I hope this episode was helpful And I hope it can help over the weekend. So I hope you have a great weekend. And if you think that somebody could benefit from this episode, then please send it to them and see if it can help them on their weekend. And if you like this content and you want to hear more of this, then take a listen to other episodes. And you can also find me on Instagram at underscore Chloe Longstuff.